Hello, and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox, and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hi, and welcome back to the Tech Champagne podcast. I am your host, Elisa Purdy. I think that's the first time I have said my new last name on the podcast. (laughs) If you are following my social media or you've been on the interwebs in any way in my world, you already know that I got married on the 1st of February. So thank you for being here with me. Thank you for being a listener of Tech Champagne. I do appreciate you for being here. And I think today's topic is really important. So today we are going to talk about normalizing abundance. And if you are a regular listener of this podcast, you might think, what the heck does that mean? Alisa, you always talk about things that are really specific, tools, numbers, things that are measurable. And now you're saying fluffy words like normalizing abundance. Okay. Yes, you're right. (laughs) But I'm going to get really specific about this today because I think it's a topic that really needs to be talked about more often. So as we all know, they say, whoever they are, we are the product of the five people that we spend most of our time with. And I find that to be very true. And it has really helped me evaluate and maybe make some small changes into my friendships and relationships in the last several years. I think it's hugely important when you're trying to make a big life change, when you're trying to create success, when you are trying to create your own business, that you have people around you that will help you do that, that will support your dreams and your goals and not take that creative energy away from you. And there's people that will take that energy away from you without even trying without even knowing that they do it. So I'm going to take you through a couple really specific things to help you normalize abundance in your life. And even if you don't have abundance in your life right now, you don't feel like you do. I'm going to give you some strategies so that you can create abundance for your life. Okay. So let's talk about negative energy and some negative people that might be in your world right now. These are people who gossip. These are people who complain They tend to have drama wherever they go. They probably create it or attract it. They probably say, I can't a lot. I could never do that. I don't know how I would do this. They, they kind of just live in this bubble of stuck, right? They're uninspired. They're broke all the time. They kind of have poor habits, the laziness. They're always looking for help instead of taking action, always looking to get things cheaper and take shortcuts and, I can't afford this. I could never do what that person's doing. There's a lot of nevers and negativity happening for them. I want you to really take inventory of people in your life who are in this negative space. And I want you to try your best (laughs) to create some space between you and them. And it is perfectly fine to have friends on different levels. I think it's actually really smart. You can have friends who tend to live in this space who you see once in a while or very rarely, or just send a happy birthday text to, that's totally fine. But if you're really in a space of taking action and creating abundance and creating a a successful business and trying to change your own habits, these people are not going to help you 
do that. It's going to be quite the opposite because energy is contagious. Negative energy is contagious. Positive energy is equally as contagious. And if we are trying to normalize abundance and have you create some abundance in your life, you've really got to step away from this negative energy that exists around you. We all have it. We all have negative people, negative habits, negative things that exist around us. And it's really up to us to create space between ourselves and that bubble of negativity. Okay. So let's talk about people who live in the positive space. These are people who have big ideas and aren't afraid to execute on them. They take risks. They love inspiring others, supporting others. They think outside the box. They're willing to make huge sacrifices for the bigger picture. They love forward motion. They love checking off small tasks and getting those small wins. They also value big wins. They love supporting others. And they also love changing habits. Habits are always changeable. We all have bad habits. We all have good habits. It's okay to wake up one day and say, you know what? I'm going to start getting up early, even though I sleep until 10 a.m. every day and start my day really slowly. And I'm kind of a sloth for a few hours. It's okay to say, guess what? Starting tomorrow, I'm going to get up at 6.30 and go to the gym every morning. That is okay. You can change your habits at any time for any reason. (laughs) That's a great way to start creating that positivity in your life. And these people that fit into this positivity bubble will really help you in changing your habits. They will they will tell you, great, I'm excited to hear about your gym class tomorrow at 6.30. They're not going to say, oh my God, you are so lazy and you sleep until noon. Yeah, right. You're not going to make it to the gym. Those are not the people that are going to lift you up in your life. So be selective about the people that you share your space with, share your time with, share your life with. Because you get to choose who you want to be and who you want to be with. That is something you get to choose each and every day. And if you need to make changes or adjustments, you can make those each and every day. So there is something, this is a hack that I've shared before on this podcast. When I was just starting my business, I I didn't know anybody who was self-employed. It was very much a, a foreign thing in my life. I had a coach that I had hired and I had a meeting with her once a week, but none of my friends had their own businesses. They all worked nine to fives. Um, Many of them hated their jobs and many of them sort of complained about being on this hamster wheel every day. This is a topic that comes up often with my clients who are in their nine to fives and they want to get into the coaching space or an online space. They say, this is what they say. They're on the hamster wheel. It's Groundhog's Day. They get up in the morning tired to drive to work, tired to work their job that is not inspiring to them, only to come home tired, make dinner, watch some TV and go to bed and do it all the same way the next day. I used to do this. I did that for years. I'm so grateful and so thankful that that is not my life anymore. But I know that's true for a lot of people that it is their life and they want to make changes. So here's what I did in my my life. When I was first starting out in my business, I faked it. I faked it. I was really good at pretending and I highly recommend you do the same. (laughs) So here's what I did. I, at the beginning of my business, I was trying really hard to embody someone who was successful, who had money, who wasn't worried about paying utility bills, wasn't worried about, you know, stocking the refrigerator with healthy food. That was the person that I was, but I certainly didn't want to be in that space anymore. So here's what I did. I took what little money that I did have, and I would go to places where people with money hung out. 
There is a beautiful hotel in Santa Barbara, right on the beach. I would go there with my laptop and I would get some work done and I would take my $20 and get a cup of tea. Cause I think that's all I could afford there for my $20. <laughs> and I would sit there and just soak up the vibes of all these people that were talking. I just wanted to, what are you talking about? What do people with success and money and freedom? Cause it would be, you know, like 11 AM on a Monday. What, what do these people do? What do they say? How do they dress? How do they act? I want to be them, you know? And, and we, of course, we don't know the behind the scenes with all these random strangers, but what I did know, <laughs> what I did know was that I wanted to be successful and I wanted to be able to go to my favorite restaurant and my favorite hotel on the beach and not have to check my bank account balance before I went there and not be limited to my $20 for my one cup of tea. I wanted to go there and order a glass of wine and a beautiful lunch and relax knowing that payments were coming in from clients. Like I knew that's the direction I wanted to be in, but until I was in that space, I faked it. I faked it. I surrounded myself with people who I perceived to have the lifestyle that I wanted. And I really worked hard on putting some distance between myself and people that were not supportive of the direction that I wanted to go in. And I, I know that it sounds crazy, right? It sounds crazy when one of your good friends is like, I'm quitting my job <laughs> so that I can be a coach so that I can have an online business. Oh, great. How are you going to do that? I have no idea. You know, and I know that a lot of my friends were worried about me. I think my parents were worried about me, but I was clear on the fact that I didn't want to be on the hamster wheel anymore. And I wanted to have more purpose and I wanted to help people. And I was going to figure out how to do that. But that, that took me a long time to figure out how to do that. So these little life hacks really helped me along the way. I distanced myself from people that were in the negative space. And I tried to surround myself with people who I thought had the success that I wanted. And here's a specific example of a tangible change that I had to make in my life in order to make the jump. So in an early episode of Tech Champagne, I talked about <laughs> habits and how they shape your life and how they shape the amount of money that you make that you bring into your life. Okay, so we know about scarcity versus abundance. We know that already. We know that people who are in scarcity hold tight onto money. They hoard money. They're always trying to save, 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 save without investing, without spending on tools or coaches or people that will actually help you make more money, right? So there's that fear or there's that lack of uh, confidence that you're going to bring in more money. So I did that. I did that for a long time. So in 2007, I bought a Mustang. I'm a sports car girl. I love me a sports car. And I bought a 2007 Mustang. Um, I bought the car. I did not lease it. So I, I purchased the car and it took me five years. I had a five-year loan because again, I had a nine to five and, you know, barely made money for savings. <laughs> so I took five years and paid off this loan rather than, you know, the me now would go and pay cash for it. But at that time I purchased the car with a five-year loan I ended up keeping this car for 12 years, 12 years. That is a very long time. I loved this car. I think it was great. It served me well. It was really fun. But you know what happens with cars after four or five years? They start breaking down. They start needing maintenance. They start needing money. And this car was actually in an accident. It was hit sitting on my street, which was unfortunate. And it just was never the same. So I drove this car for 12 years, knowing that it wasn't quite right. 
after this accident and knowing that it was requiring more and more maintenance every single year. And the reason that I kept it is because it was paid off and I did not trust myself that my business would eventually bring in enough money for me to get a new car. So I was living in fear. I was living in scarcity. Um, Rather than going out and getting a new car, I held on to a 12-year-old car that was not serving me at all. It didn't align with the person that I wanted to be. It didn't align with the life that I was trying to create. And it honestly, it needed a lot more repairs than I was able to afford to give it at that time. And so I just hung on to it tightly. I hung on to it. I was hoarding money in a sense. Also, because I had purchased the car, it is not a tax write-off. When you lease a car, I am not a tax person. That's my disclaimer. But when you lease a car, you could actually write off a portion of that lease payment for your business. But when you lease a car, you have to put some cash down up front and you have like a low monthly payment. But I was so excited that I had this car that was 12 years old that did not have a monthly payment. Those things don't add up when someone is trying to create abundance in their life. Driving a 12-year-old car that was not doing well, that needed maintenance because it was paid off. Great. (laughs) Great. That is not forward motion. So what I did with this car is I decided one day in my business, my business was a few years old and it was starting to make money. And I said, you know what? I need to trust myself that this business is going to continue to grow and I'm going to do it. Let's get rid of this car, this physical thing that is holding me down, that is weighing me down, that is going to require a lot of money for what? For what? It's not serving me anymore. So I went to the BMW dealership and I leased a brand new X1 and I got a great deal on it. I put a little bit of cash down up front. I had a monthly payment, which was part of the write-offs for my business. That's what I did a few years ago. I had that car for three years, a three-year lease. When that lease was up, I went and leased a bigger one. And so now my car, another BMW um, small SUV is comfortable for my husband, who is, if you've seen him on my social media, he is not a small person. (laughs) He is a six foot three human being. And we have a 70 pound dog and we have road trips and all the things that the Mustang was not handling for us. That car is a thing of the past. Life changes. We evolve. We need sometimes larger cars. So we've got to set up our businesses so that we can just go out and get the larger car, right? We've got to trust ourselves, put our systems in place, get ready. It's happening. Here it comes. So that is something that I did to normalize abundance in my life. I got rid of this old car that I was holding on to because it didn't have a car payment. And now when I get into my SUV with my dog and my husband and our things, it's normal to me. It is normal. When you change these things in your life, you get used to them. You will get used to having money just as quickly as you got used to not having money. You get to choose. You get to choose. So if you're surrounding yourself with people each day that don't have money, it becomes normal. The conversations that you have with them become normal. The, I don't get paid till Friday, the, I can't go anywhere. The, I haven't been on a plane in two years. That becomes normal. You're like, oh yeah, you know, me too, me too, me too. Why don't we normalize abundance? Why don't we normalize being around people that say, Hey, you know, your car is 12 years old. It's falling apart. It's kind of a piece. It's time for you to upgrade. Trust your gut. Let's do it. I believe in you pull the trigger. Let's normalize those conversations. 
right? Let's support each other and start to normalize abundance. You want to take a fancy vacation this year? Great. Put it on the calendar, buy your airfare, work your ass off, make it happen. I know you can do it. You know you can do it. Let's normalize abundance. And abundance means different things to different people. I get it. Maybe it's not a BMW SUV for you. Maybe it is time with your family or vacations or time off to just unplug. Whatever that is, it doesn't have to be Chanel bags and champagne. <laughs> it could be anything. It could be a month in Big Sur going camping. It could be whatever that is to you. It's different for everyone. But I want to normalize abundance for you. Okay, so let's get down to some more specifics. What small changes can you do right now to create forward motion in your life so that you can normalize abundance? I made a list of five for you. So if you're a note taker, this is a good time to write these down. And they're super easy, really simple. I do them in my life. I highly recommend them. Okay, number one, clear your clutter. Clear your clutter. Clean up your physical space. So I want you to, number one, we're talking all about clearing clutter. I want you to look around your physical space in your home, in your office, in your bedroom, in your car, wherever that is. I want you to clear clutter. I want you to clean up. And I want you to rearrange your space to uplift your energy. Doesn't it feel good when you make your bed in the morning? It just feels good. Your whole day feels a little bit lighter. <laughs> How about when you fold up that pile of laundry that's sitting on your laundry chair <laughs> or your laundry treadmill or your laundry Peloton? Let's get rid of this stuff. Let's clean up. That's number one. Let's clean up and uplift that energy. Number two, I want you to cancel plans with people who complain. Cancel. You no longer have space in your life for that. There is someone I know who I spend a lot of time with. And it was just complaining, complaining, complaining. And that didn't bring out the best in me because my response was, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do differently to change this? And so it didn't bring out the best in me either. <laughs> so I just finally had to create some space. So I want you to cancel plans with people who complain. Look at your calendar, prioritize the good stuff. Okay, number three, I want you to take five items from your closet that you don't wear anymore. Maybe it doesn't fit. Maybe it's 10 years old. Maybe you just don't like it anymore and you don't wear it anymore. And I want you to sell it on poshmark.com or Mercari, M-E-R-C-A-R-I. I want you to sell five things. I want you to create a little bit of abundance in your life. We're going to create some cash. Aim for a hundred bucks. Take five things, aim for a hundred bucks. And then when those things sell, take five more things from your house. This can be anything. If you look at these sites, you can buy so many different things on these sites. Aim for 200 bucks. Let's create some cash so that you can feel a little more empowered in your life. Okay, number four, I want you to change a really simple daily habit that you have. I am guilty of being a sleeper. I am a, I've always been a nine hour a night kind of girl. Can you tell I don't have kids yet? <laughs> and my husband is also self-employed. We have a lot of flexibility in our schedules and our days. And I am guilty of sleeping until 8.30, 9 o'clock. And then take a shower and then have a cup of tea and then make some breakfast and then roll into the office at like noon, one o'clock. Okay, great. Well, that's great. But I know myself, I don't feel like working out in the evenings. It's rare that I will go take a workout class in the evening. I know that my brain is wired to wake up and work out before I'm really aware of what I'm doing. So my new habit this week has been 6.30 wake up. I think it was actually 6.20. I want to get all my credit 6.20 and I made a 7 a.m. yoga class on Monday. 
And to me, that was a big deal. So changing these little habits and the whole rest of my day was so good. It was so, so, so good. I took a a yoga class at seven and then I went and lifted weights later in the afternoon because I was so pumped. So I want you to just create one small habit. Maybe it's making your breakfast the night before so that you just wake up and microwave something healthy. You know, maybe it is an early workout class. Maybe it's laying out all of your outfit the day before so that you're not in a tizzy in the morning when you're getting ready. These small habits are really, really important. So I want you to change one to put you into forward motion in your day. Okay, five. Here's the big one. We cannot do all this stuff alone. We cannot create success by ourselves. We're social creatures. We work well with others and people are constantly learning from other people. So if your desire is to really create abundance for this year and your desire is to change these habits and have support and have a community of other people who are doing the same thing, these are people in this positivity bubble, right? They are, they have ideas, they're taking risks, they're making sacrifices, and they're just sharing all this creative energy. I want you to join a group. I want you to get away from the stickiness and create all this great, beautiful energy by joining a group of other people who are doing what you want to do. That's what I want you to do. And I have a group for you. It is called the VIP mastermind. This mastermind is six months long. So you can join it. You have six months access. We have a group boxer chat. So you start the the mastermind outlining your goals. We outline what your income goals are, what your course goals are. If you've never created a course, I will help you create one. If you have, and it's not selling, I will help you sell it. I have launch plans for you. I have trainings inside the mastermind for you. We have guest speakers who help teach on all kinds of things. It's really fun. We had one last week to talk about how to start a podcast. I have them on graphic design and websites, how to write emails. It's really, really fun. And we have a group boxer chat. So every day we get to check in with each other and encourage each other and provide that positive energy to make sure that you're in the right headspace for the day for propelling yourself forward and creating this lifestyle that I know you truly, truly want. It's well within your reach. You can have it right now, but we have to get you out of the habits or the people that aren't serving you. That's all. It's really an easy switch to make. So I'm going to put a link below this podcast for you to join the mastermind. The investment for the mastermind is $29.97 for six months, or I'd love me a payment plan. I love flexibility. You can also do the payment plan, which is $397 for eight months. And you can join all the other lovely ladies who are in this mastermind working towards their dreams and their big goals and um, jump in with us. It is really a fun, fun space. I really enjoy being in this space with these women every single day. And it's fun because a lot of them are just starting out and some are pretty established. It's kind of all over the map. And so people that are a little more established get to encourage the ones that are just starting out. And it's just a really happy, positive, supportive space. So we're humans. We're not perfect. We're social animals and we work better together. So join me in the VIP mastermind. I hope to see you there. And I hope this episode was helpful helpful for you. I appreciate you listening and I will see you next week on Tech Champagne. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. 
Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.